Hello and welcome back to another episode of Risers and Fallers presented by Mojo on the Mojo Podcast Network. As always, I am joined by my amazing co-host, Dalton Cates, backward hat extraordinaire. How are we doing, my boy? Good, man. Good, man. Summed up uh, everything perfectly there. I'm pretty sure I'm wearing a backwards hat. Uh, Since you were born? Yeah, I did. I came out of the womb, backwards hat, and then... Uh, yeah, ever, awesome. since Griff, ever since Griffey gave him the league, he uh he's made it cool. So I just gotta gotta keep that trend going. That is true, bro. I wish I was like you know into baseball during like prime Ken Griffey. You know, oh, I yeah. was little, it was a little I was a little too young. Were you were you were you old enough to play uh backyard baseball back in the day? I actually did a little bit, a okay. little bit, not that much, but I, I I got some games in. Yeah, that's what I grew up on, and Griffey was a big big part of my childhood because of that. So yeah, for sure. I, I totally understand. I mean, I've been playing video games too, obviously. Just not the older ones that maybe you grew up on, you know, a little different time period, but not that much of a difference. You're not old. You're, I'm not trying to make you feel old, but you know what I mean. Yeah, bro, I got some gray hairs here. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, all right. Not yet. Not yet. Okay, but as usual, all right, we'll, we'll jump into it. This is a pretty fast-paced show. Thursday night football tomorrow night. We have Saints and Cardinals. We're gonna do some rapid fire, long or short, featuring some of the guys for tomorrow night's game. Let's just jump right into it. Long or short. All right, starting off here, we're going to go to the New Orleans Saints. This is a guy who I don't think is going to be playing tomorrow night. Michael Thomas had some bad luck to start the year again with the injuries. We'll be using the one-month graph for all these players here tonight. Down 2.7% on the month. Been a little rocky with the injuries, but he did have a pretty strong start to the season when he was healthy. What are your thoughts on Michael Thomas, long or short? Yeah, I'm looking at his future value, $4.10, and he really hasn't done much over his last – three years. I mean, he's been hurt a couple of them. So right now, I'm going to short. It's really hard for guys to come back after three years, really not fully playing and be as good as they were. Yeah, I agree. With you. I think he's a short, I just think he's injuries uh, that he's, you know, been suffering kind of back to back. He's been piling up kind of a, a receipt list of injuries that are, are pretty gross, you know, pretty repetitive guy getting on, you know, the injury re- report. Sorry. I can't talk all of a sudden, but yeah, he just hasn't been able to stay healthy, even though he's extremely talented. I think Chris Olave is the future of the Saints team in terms of the passing offense there. So we'll get to him in a little bit. But Michael Thomas is a, is a sell from here or short. Up next, we have Andy Dalton, the Red Panda, Red Rifle, if you're nasty. Uh, you know, he's a little backup quarterback action. We've been seeing a lot of this on Mojo so far this year. The backup quarterback gets in there, starts a couple games, stock goes up. But in my opinion, what goes up must come down. What do you think about that, long or short on Andy Dalton? Um, Hold. Um, I don't, I don't think he's going to start, but I'm looking at his future value right now. It's $1.52, which puts him roughly at like six to seven career starts in his future. Um, so if he, I mean, yeah, I mean, the thing is like, I don't know if, I mean, he's, he's a, back, he's a backup at this point, but he's proven like we've seen guys like Joe Flacco and we've seen right. you know, guys like Brian Fitzpatrick as they get older in their career, um, they'll find spot starts because teams are going to trust a veteran who has had starting experience, uh, you know, he was with the Bengals for what, like eight, eight years. Starting. He was there for a long time. Um, he has a lot of his starting experience. Teams are going to value that. He's going to have a job in the league. Um, all takes an injury too. And that's not accounting for the fact that, you know, they haven't announced a starter on Thursday. Um, so right. they say Andy Dalton, you know, is starting. So I think, I think he's probably long um, for, for the long term. I don't know. I don't know what his value is over the next year. Or so going to do, but I think if you're holding him for the future, yeah, probably long. All right. Fun. We have a little disagreement there. All right, this is an interesting one. Pretty polarizing guy right now. Alvin Kamara, what are you saying on him? Down 2% of the month, $19.91. Thoughts on him? Um, I think 
he's tough because I think I think his future is kind of good for an older running back, uh, just because of the his style of play. Um, gets used a lot in the receiving game, but I don't know. I'm probably just gonna hold him at this point. I don't have a. I personally am shorting him, but not due to the on the field talent. I'm a little concerned about this off the field situation here with this looming assault and battery or whatever was going on there with the Pro Bowl out in Vegas this past season. He got in a bit of a scuffle with the guy. It's been kind of looming over him during the offseason. In the season so far, the guy's actually filing a lawsuit against him. It's going to be really interesting to see if he ends up facing some pretty serious legal ramifications there. So for that reason alone, I think he's a pretty solid short candidate. Moving on, we mentioned his name a little bit earlier here. Chris Alave has had a stellar start to his season, up 8% on the month. What do you think about Chris Alave? What do you think about his future in New Orleans, long or short? Yeah, he was a long. In my in our uh, Mojo Roundtable last week, I profiled him as a, as a long candidate. He's going to play this week. He's probably on field this year. He's been the best rookie wide receiver. Um, yeah, I, he's getting utilized downfield a ton. Yeah. And he's getting targeted a ton, which is like like elite stuff. Like he's There's no reason to think right now his utilizations – going to stop and he's being utilized as a top 24 wide receiver in the league. And that's including right. everybody. Um, first round pick uh, they traded up for him as 11th overall. So, I mean, th- there's, there's nothing there that we should be concerned about from what we've seen so far. He's been right. 2.59 yards per route run. Every, everything looks so good. I, I, I think it's only a matter of time before he puts himself in that top, 10 mojo price They're pretty price. cheap on mojo still you know only That's $13. Really he has a lot of room to grow for sure That's i like really a lot all right moving to our, our last saint here before we get into a few cardinals to wrap up things up Taysom hill really interesting player really polarizing guy he can do a lot of things on the field which is kind of weird with his mojo value at 11 dollars and seven cents up 13 percent on the month long or short on Taysom hill oh man um he's a weird one I think uh, I'm going to short. I'm going to short him. Uh, he has $4.68 future value. That's a lot. And the thing I think a lot of people don't understand is he's 32 years old. He came in the league at like when he was 25 or 20. Maybe yeah. He wasn't even older when he came in the league, but he was extremely old and he's not been in the league for that long. But the thing is with, you know, players in general who, especially somebody who's being utilized a lot in the running game, we see running backs start to um, tail off once they start hitting like 25, 26, 27. Explosion goes and down. it could be because of like a touch from a touch standpoint, like they're getting a lot of touches in the wear and tear on their body. But I also think there's an athleticism aspect of things. And I think at some point that's going to start to die down for Taysom Hill, um, you know, as yeah. he gets up there. Uh, we don't know what his role is like as a quarterback. Like he had four passing attempts last game. Um, it doesn't seem like he's necessarily in the conversation for starting quarterback. I don't Sean think so. Sean Payton was the one who like really loved him and utilized him. I, I just don't know outside of this gadget role where there's enough value for him to, you know, get that future value. Yeah, I actually, you changed my mind. I think he is a sell based off that future value. It's very high for a guy who's pretty gadgety. He doesn't really have a yeah. solid role. Moving on to the Cardinals here. We have four players I definitely want to touch on. First up, Probably the smallest of the bunch here. Trey McBride. I actually really like this guy. I think he's going to be a great long-term hold on Mojo. Do you agree? I think he's a great prospect. Yeah, I liked him a lot coming out. I wish we would have seen some sort of utilization from him in a, in a higher regard. 
Um, like you said, Red Bull should be utilized in a much higher manner than Trey McBride. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hold him. Uh, and the reason being is, if I was going to long him, I would have liked to see some sort of utilization from him six weeks into the season because we see we see it a lot of times with day two tight ends guys like. Yeah, it's interesting about that. Is he still up six percent despite that? Yeah, I know. Um, and I think I think Ertz right now is commanding a lot of stuff. So if Ertz leaves, like if you're looking for somebody over the next year whose price is probably going to increase, I'd argue that his price is probably going to increase just because once Ertz leaves, there's going to be a spike. There's going to be expectations for him. But right. um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I much prefer Dolce's if even though we're going off the rails here. So <laughs> I, I know it's okay. You know, Dolce's uh, he, he has beautiful hair. All right, let's bring. Let's just jump right to Ertz here. I, I had another guy in between, but let's just jump right to Ertz. We just mentioned him. He's having a really good season. I'm surprised he's down right now. Actually, he's been having a really good year. Uh, currently down 0.8 percent, so not much movement. Sitting at just under sixteen dollars right now, fifteen seventy five. Thoughts on Ertz? Long, short, or hold? Um, go ahead. Uh, hold. I'm gonna hold. Uh, he has like two dollars seventy seven cents future value. Um, he's thirty one years old. We see tight ends like he kind of fits in the Jason Witten mold of like, he was sure. never an extremely athletic tight end, but was always, he was never like extremely efficient, but he commanded targets and has yeah. been a reliable um, productive tight end because of that. And Witten played till he was like 36. Um, the, we haven't seen Zach Ertz really start to decline too, too much. Um, so I do still think it's probably a couple seasons where he'll kind of float around and, be somewhat productive. I don't know. He's not going to have any vintage seasons, anything, but he kind of hangs around and does his thing right now. Right. I actually think he's playing really well this season, personally. Yeah. He's been commanding a pretty large target share, been getting a lot of opportunity. I, I like I like Ertz, but I do agree. He's, I think he's a hold, maybe a long, maybe. All right, let's go. We'll go with Kyler here first, and we'll, we'll bring it home with Robbie Anderson. Very excited to talk about him. But Kyler Murray, down 2%. Call of Duty's coming out soon. Where do you sit on Kyler Murray, long or short? I think that's why his uh, share is down 2.9% because they're already embracing uh, a bad game this week. I'm pretty sure it comes out this week. So I, I haven't played Call of Duty in years, but I'm pretty sure it's this week it comes out. So be on alert. For, we have one week. And yeah, then I could be totally wrong, just, but I'm, I'm pretty sure this this is the week that it comes out. So, um, Or at least like early release. So do be, do be aware of that. I, I, think, I think it's a lot. I think a lot of the offense, I would say – when we're seeing his struggles, some of it definitely is on him, right. but also like Cliff is such an easy scapegoat, and the way they're playing right now, and especially when you have a I mean, struggling, the head coach is always the scapegoat. I mean, look, you can you can see my uh, my Cardinals uh, helmet decal in the back. I'm a Cardinals fan. The sentiment on Cliff Kingsbury out here in the public perception on him is like he needs to go. Um, so there's definitely going to be some sort of pressure to have him out soon and i think when that when that happens i don't think it's an if um i think when it happens probably if not during the season at the end of the year um that you know kyler is going to be viewed in a higher regard because they're going to be like okay kyler doesn't have cliff hanging over him maybe they get him a better offensive minded coach and things can really open up he has marcus brown deandre hopkins rondale moore um, he has some good weapons alongside him too. So I think, I mean, they, they already paid him that much money. There's really no outs for him. The Cardinals are tied to him. Um, he should be somebody that that 
I think is a good long right now at his price, especially when you compare him to some other quarterbacks. Um, yeah, I agree. Way. I think in comparison with the other younger quarterbacks in the NFL, he's pretty fairly priced and has some room to grow for sure. All right, let's bring it home with the newest Arizona Cardinal, Robbie Anderson, Mr. Water Cooler on the sideline himself. Marquise Brown going to miss some time. He's actually down over just under 20% on the month still. Gone up a little bit after the trade there. I'm pretty interested in Robbie Anderson. What do you think about him, long or short? Oh man, uh, interesting I, just, I don't, I don't think he's going to do much with the Cardinals, to be honest. Um, I think they wanted some sort of deep threat, but the thing is, Kyler has been a really good deep ball thrower throughout his career, and Hollywood's also been good um, in the deep game. But they haven't been utilizing Hollywood in the deep part of the game, and Kyler hasn't thrown as much deep as he as he normally has. Um, and that's one thing that Robbie Anderson excels in. Um, so I have somewhat concerns about him being a target earner. I think it's going to be DeAndre Hopkins for the most part. I think Rondell Moore is probably going to be more productive than Robbie Anderson. I'd even argue that Zach Ertz is probably going to be, um, maybe McBride's uh, better than Robbie Anderson. Um, that'd be interesting. I don't know. I, I, I'm probably, I'm probably shorting. If I were to go, I'd probably short or hold. Anderson. Yeah, I, I actually disagree a little bit. I think that he's going to be deployed. Like, I think they're going to try to use him in a Marquise Brown role. He's nowhere near as good. But I think he's going to see some opportunity. Not a lot, but I think he's going to be out there running routes that are valuable down the field. Like you said, Tyler's a good deep ball thrower. I'm hoping he sees some of that utilization. And I think if he has a good game, I think he can spike a little bit on Mojo there. We saw him go down a lot over the past month. So I think there's a lot more room for him to correct course here, especially over the back half of the season with Hollywood Brown on the sidelines. So I actually am interested in longing Robbie. So we'll see how that pans out. Maybe this clip will either age poorly or really well for one of us. We'll see. But that'll do it for another episode of Risers and Fallers. Dalton, as always, thank you for joining me. And thank you so much for watching or listening wherever you're out there. And we'll see you again next Wednesday. Have a great way, everybody. Goodbye. must be 21 or older to gamble. You must be in New Jersey to trade on Mojo. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.